Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. It's an off day Monday for the Cubs after taking two out of three against the Cardinals. Luke Stuckmeyer, Jared Willis, Cody Del Mendo back in studio as we get ready for the Cubs to finally come home and play a little baseball. Head into the... Fourth of July weekend, two out of three. But before we get to baseball, we should address what we did this weekend. Mr. Del Mendo put out an outfit for a wedding in Wisconsin, of all places, that will not be matched by anyone. Look at this kid. Look at this. Still got the shoes. Yeah. He looks There's only good. one word for this. Vibes. Vibes, vibes, Cody. That's yeah. all. That's all. Vibes. You've taught me the word. That's vibes right there. Tell us how you came up with the... It's not quite salmon. It's a salmon sport coat, maybe pink. Yeah. Uh, then, then the new Jordan Lowe's with the pink swoosh, mm. pink tie. The picture on the couch is yeah, special. right there. He's got that's, the cocktail. He's got the, right the legs there. crossed, and he's got some yeah. wild uh, wallpaper behind him on a leather couch. It looks like something out of. Uh, it looks like a Dos Equis commercial where the guy's like, "I'm the most interesting man in the world." Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That's that. That's, that that's right there, yeah. Cody Del Mendo. The most interesting man in the world. <laughs> I, I, okay. So first off, the the jacket, the you know, I guess you could call it a salmon jacket. Multiple people have have asked me if it, it is or they what, claim what, that it is. What shade of pink is it? I was trying to think when I saw this post. It's not like, hot pink. What are no. other, what are other shades of pink? It's not. It's not. Um, it wasn't bright. It's it, it's as dark as it, it looks. And if yeah, you look at not, my girlfriend in the other picture, yes, yeah, hers is light it, pink. Her yeah, dress. Hers Can is you, like a hers is like bubble a, gr- bubble gum pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I mean, if you w- would you believe me if I got that entire set on clearance, like, minus the shoes, of course. I got all that entire <laughs> set on clearance at you know just shopping around. That makes it even better. I got the salmon jacket at Express for like less than fifty dollars, which you go to Express, that place is oh, way overpriced unless you hit the clearance rack. Same thing with the, the tie, clearance rack, and the, the white shirt. Well, the, the pink tie is easy enough to find. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can just Google it's anywhere and find a pink tie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when, what came first in the ensemble? Was it the Jordan Lowe's? Well, Did you start with the jacket? Did you start with the tie? So, you know, I, I'm, going, I'm going through the closet. We got this wedding to go to this past weekend, and... Honestly, I didn't even know she was going to wear pink. I, like, I have I'm, – I'm, I'm so used to wearing, like, black slacks and some dark-colored yeah, yeah. shirt and some tie that goes with the pants or the shirt, whatever. Like, I'm over it. And I also didn't know how hot it was going to be up in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, which I learned is a place this weekend. Uh, you know, like, I just wanted something different, and I've had this salmon jacket in my closet for what seems like forever because – with the pandemic, it's not like I was going anywhere. Oh, so you already had up. the jacket. Yeah, I've had the jacket for nice. about, well, actually, yeah, about two years. I I wore it to a wedding at the end of 2020. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I've i had that for a while. It was like the first time I was able to really wear it since then. And and I didn't want to wear, like, the black slacks, so I wore some khaki right. pants. The white pants are, like, yeah. khaki yeah. pants. Summertime. Yeah. yeah, that was the way yeah. to go. I was yeah. trying to go summer. It was between, like, a dark navy blue or the salmon. So uh, yeah, I went with I went with yeah. that, and uh, the Jordans just came in last week, and it, it just kind of. I, I honestly didn't even think about it. I was like, I actually had took these boots I had out of uh, that I usually wear in the winter. I I was gonna wear those because Uggs. Like, what are you talking about? Uggs? No, no, oh. no, no. Like. I, I got them at. Uh, I don't know what the kids wear. I, I, I got them at some. I can't even think of the the shoe store. But anyway, I, I had these boots. I like again that I usually wear in the winter. That's that you that a lot of people wear to like formal events. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. And then and then I was like, what if I wear the Jordans instead? I asked my girlfriend, and she was like, fine, go do it. And I was like. All right. But then how did she feel after she saw the full outfit all together? She was very impressed. Yeah. She was very impressed. One thing that me and her both do very well is whenever we need to, like, get up for something, like, to dress up for something, we do it very well. We didn't even – again, I had no idea she was planning to wear the pink dress. It just worked out that way. I I don't know. Did she wear the pink – Yeah, did she wear the pink dress after you were like, all right, I'm wearing the pink Jordans? Or did the pink Jordans – 
had that all been decided already and you're like, okay, I'm wearing the pink Jordans. What do you think? I, the Jordans came after I realized she was going to wear the pink dress. Okay. So then you guys were okay. like, okay, we are going we're to get the People Magazine. We're the, going for People yeah, Magazine. Yeah, yeah. Who wore it best type thing. Yeah. And there Chase are a few people down. who, yeah. I mean, I went to the, when we went to this wedding, we didn't know anyone outside of the, the bride. And so I had a few people who were like, love the Jordans, man. Like, See, they all wanted great, to Great, great conversation after, starter. Yeah. 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 I, like now, yeah. I, like I was it. thinking when I saw you guys in the pose there, and you got a little ivy in the background. <laughs> the first thing I thought was, okay, first of all, this wedding is in Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. And so things are just a little more casual up there. Yeah. And my first thought was, did Cody cross the line? Has he upstaged the bride? Because if you go and upstage the bride, she, she might have kind of shoes on too. This yeah. was your wife's friend. Yeah, you could really risky. be in the doghouse. That's risky. If you go there and everybody's like, "Did you see the guy in the salmon jacket? <laughs> How about the guy in the salmon jacket?" And nobody's talking about the bride and her. Oh, your makeup's so beautiful. Look at the dress. Instead, everybody's like, "Did you see those Jordan lows on that guy with the salmon?" Yeah, you were in the danger true. zone, as they say I, on I Top guess. Gun, buddy. I, st- I would still say the bride looked better than the than all of us, but okay. I think I stood yeah, he out. He just at a, us in a he, way. Cody just winked for a yeah. good summer yeah. vibe. I think yeah, I was I was giving some people some like some eyebrows, like they were like, "Oh well, damn, okay. this guy showed up ready to go." <laughs> I like it. There was a guy there in like khaki shorts. I'm like, dude, we're at a wedding. So, well, bro. it's Wisconsin. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I was I like, mean, what is this? You guys know in Indiana, sometimes they wear jeans to weddings. Like that's like a thing, like in like central Indiana. Well, and, jeans like, Ohio. have become like there's nice jeans and there's you can like you jeans in yeah. a sport coat. You I can feel like get you can pull jeans off if you still little. wear like yeah. a collared shirt at least. But I feel like yeah. for a wedding though, that's uh, yeah. Yeah. depends yeah. on where the wedding is too. If it's one of those barn weddings or it's an outdoor that's wedding, like I think it's. Aren't all weddings in central Indiana barn weddings, though? Most are. (laughs) And so question number two comes from Joel, and that's right out of the gate. How was Culver's? Oh, man, it hits different. Because, you know, frozen custard, you're in Wisconsin. Yeah, no, it hits different, man. Even though there is one in this city, I don't get to get it as often as I did when I was in the suburbs. And we went to the the, the largest one. It's in Edgerton, Wisconsin. Mm. Like, if if you're on your way to 90 from Madison – like, you'll find it. It's right off the highway. So, did know. you fly to Madison? No. Or you drove to Madison? We drove. We, we drove. drove. We, we, so, how far is we, Oshkosh from, from here? Well, okay. So, we stayed at, a, at some friend's place in, uh, in Madison. Okay. And then, and then we rode up with them the next day to the wedding. All I know is that it was like two hours from Madison. And oh, wow. It took so us it's about up there an a hour bit. and yeah. a half to get to the airport. Oshkosh, about two hours gosh. to get to Madison with all the traffic to get out of Chicago. So. Yeah. Did anybody oh. wear overalls? Because that's what Oshkosh that is, is known for. Because I, I was, remember those. Yeah. Right? That's what Oshkosh, I was thinking is that yeah. the only thing Cody maybe could have done that would have really kicked this up to like five-star outfit would have been the jean overalls underneath <laughs> yeah. the salmon sport coat. With the Oshkosh, Oshkosh logo showing, Oshkosh, yeah. yeah, and then yeah. and then a pink bow tie. There you, you go, go back up there because then you could yeah. see the Oshkosh. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, true. you know, hats off. That was a. Oh, it was nice to go to a bar review. beforehand where the beer was like two dollars. Because man, you ain't gonna find that here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So who wore it better, Cody and his girlfriend, or Nick and his girlfriend? Well, Cody should put a that's, po- yeah. should put a poll up. I, mean, I, I both see, are dressed I to the nines right everybody now. Everybody looks great, but it's yeah. Cody. I well, I appreciate that. I think me and Nick have the the most swag in this office when it comes to fits because we and him will compare shoes and stuff all the time. Whenever we're, it's very rare when we're both in the office because the Bears show is usually earlier in the day, and for some reason the Cubs only want to play at nights except on Fridays. So I don't see him as often as when we first started. I I personally would like to see a poll and let the people decide. Just but I appreciate people it. Decide, put it to yeah. the people. Put yeah. it to the people. Listen, you fit off. They've got they've got the swag down, but Jared and I, we've got the drip. Oh hell yeah. The drip. Stucky makes it work, man. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't, know, I don't even technically I also don't know the either. fact that Stucky has now learned <laughs> I think, what I, I think mean drip by vibes is, is I think drip is actually supposed to be uh like earrings and stuff. It's supposed to be like uh <laughs> Diamond earrings and stuff. I think that's oh, really oh, where the term okay. drip comes from. Okay. So I, I, I actually have none. I don't qualify that. Uh, yeah, I'm more to watch in years. How, how far into the show are we? Ten minutes? Yeah, we're good. We got time. <laughs> Listen, we're talking about a Cubs team that's me. like, what, 100 <laughs> games out of first place? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got time. 
Summertime vibes. So I was thinking that was a nice way to start summertime vibes. Cubs win two out of three against the Cardinals. Never a bad thing. Never a bad right? thing. Doesn't matter how good or bad you are. But I also thought to myself, where are we on the calendar? We are approaching the five most important weeks of the Cubs season. Mm-hmm. This is the critical stretch of the Cubs season. And if you're not really into the Cubs and you're just jumping on the podcast to kind of sample a little bit today, you're thinking, why would this be the most critical five-week five stretch of the season? Because the trade deadline coming August 2nd is about five weeks away. And this is where we now make the jump from this season into mm-hmm. the future. What do we get for these guys? How do they play the next five weeks before the trade deadline? Uh, Gordon Whitmeyer, NBC Sports Chicago, likes to put out his trade chip power rankings instead of we do our regular power rankings every once in a while. Gordon likes to do the trade chip power rankings. Partly is probably a little bit of a jab to the organization would be my bit. guess. Yeah. And, uh, he's been known to do yeah, that. Yeah, he's been known to put that out. Uh, <laughs> you think? <laughs> according to a press box wag, there are some power rankings for trade chips as well. Anyways, he, he did his top five. It came out recently, and I thought, I'm curious what your reaction is to the top five and where we would put guys. He has David Robertson now number one, the Cubs' number one trade chip as David Robertson, Ian Happ number two, Wilson Contreras all the way down at number three, then Chris Martin and David Bodie now Interesting. number five. I think the order of those five are interesting, and I also think some of the names on the list are interesting, starting with Bodie. But do you buy David Robertson as their number one trade chip the Cubs have? He says because the Dodgers are losing Daniel Hudson to a knee injury. I, yeah, I think my first reaction there is I agree with the number one spot just because not only because of the season that Robertson is having, yeah. but for a playoff team, the type of player that has the biggest impact on you is typically a closer or a closer type pitcher. And so any team is going to improve by adding an arm like that to their bullpen. So he, for me, is the easy number one trade chip just for that reason. He's a closer. Even if you have a team that already has an established closer, like we saw the Cubs do it in 2016, you bring in another arm, it makes your ballpen even deeper. Um, so that one, yeah, for sure. I'd, I'm really curious about the Bodie yeah. inclusion. Um, did he's got he's got some reasoning. Okay. I, so I, I guess you're saying with Robertson over Contreras all the way down at number three, it's that surprises it's me a the bit. old real estate, cars, whatever type of business you're operating, it's supply and demand. There's a demand on every successful team for an extra arm in the bullpen. Yes, yeah. And the supply is not that great because good teams don't want to get rid of. So you're just picking from those bottom teams, and if he's playing well, supply and demand. I get that he's certainly top three on the list. I don't know if I buy over Contreras, but Contreras – the demand might not be as high because you have to find a team that needs, needs a, a catcher. A catcher. Yeah. But my argument would be he also provides you a bat. Yeah. And I think I would probably put Contreras at number two. I still, you know, I still would, I'd keep Robertson as the number one, but I'm, I'm a little surprised to see Hap above Contreras. Um, you know, no, no hawk, no knock against what Hap can do sure. or how he can contribute. But you look at the seasons these guys are having. I mean, Contreras is, clearly better at the plate um and given what he can do offensively as a catcher that's a value huge value add for any team um so that i think i would probably flip those i'd go roberts and Contreras and then hap um so that one you know that one surprises me a little bit um I mean, as far as robertson being number one i i agree with that and one name that you guys haven't mentioned i mean craig kimbrell has an era over four he hasn't been very good for the dodgers um, so who knows, like if, if they, you know, obviously they, they probably use Robertson as more of a setup guy, but I mean, we've seen Kimbrell be really good and we've seen Kimbrell be really bad. He's at the back end of his career. Like who knows? Like it depends for a team like the Dodgers who are very much like all in, who knows? Maybe like they can get, like, I, I would, I would love if the Cubs can get something from the Dodgers. They have one of the best systems in baseball, mm-hmm. even as a as a team that you know has spent all this money on certain guys like the Dodge. Like I don't know, I know they got their Mickey Mouse World Series, but they they are set up the way that 
uh, every team in the league should want to be, honestly. Yeah. They're, so, they're kind of the standard. For yes, sure. for yeah. sure. Um, and as far as Ian Happ and Contreras, I mean, I, I understand Contreras is having an insane season. He's the best catcher offensively in baseball, but Ian Happ also has one more year of control, which might key. which yeah. might lead to getting more. Contreras also a catcher. Uh, other teams around the league maybe don't value catchers as you know maybe wouldn't value him at least as as, right. as like me you and Ryan and who anyone else um, and that's kind of been my little bit of an argument too on why you should just keep Contreras but um, you know Hap Contreras whatever they're they're both having all star years so to me it's not much of a difference but again yeah. Hap has that one year of extra year of control maybe you can get more for him than we think I don't know. Um, I, I can see teams being a little w- with Contreras because you kind of know that he's a rental or he's going to be a rental because mm-hmm. you know you're trading for him to get him for just the last two months of this season because his expectation is he's going to get his big contract from somebody. Um, and so if you're trading for him, are you trading thinking we also believe that we can sign him to an extension or is it we're trading just because we want him for – a playoff yeah. push. So, yeah, that extra year of control, that's that's significant. Right. And then yeah. Martin and Bodie. Martin, from my understanding, had a great weekend, only increasing the trade value. He's been one of the more consistent guys in the pen with Givens and Robertson. Bodie, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. So, I'm, if you well, want to share so his thoughts. So, here's, here's some of his reasoning on his, his five guys. He has Hap moving up from three to two this week. Because of Bryce Harper dealing with long-term injury, possibly. So he thinks there's going to be a team there that thinks they can still contend because there's more teams in it this year than ever before. He's and and that would offer an outfielder that could, you know, bat from either side, provide a little pop, play good defense. The crazy part is that Happ and Contreras are having their best seasons in the majors. And our friend uh, Brendan Miller, you know, he just put out, I think it was on Twitter, I saw Brendan say, Cubs core. Nico, Hap, Contreras. Well, two of those three might be gone in five weeks. I don't think all, all three are gone, but I think two of the three might be gone in just five weeks. Um, now, his reasoning for Bodie moving in is that he's only owed 10.5 guaranteed for next season. So you'd get a guy for next year at a real cheap price. At the very least, you'd be another team taking him would be adding a guy, a Jonathan VR you hope better, younger mm-hmm. Jonathan VR. The guy only going to cost you about $10 million next year, plus you get him for now. He's insurance for multiple positions here in case, you know, teams also have to think about, the teams that are contending also have to think about, okay, we don't have an injury right now in the infield or the outfield. We're good. But there's still time left in the season. And a yeah. guy like David Bodie if you're going to move him, and I'm not talking about getting, you know, the top three prospects from a team, but he covers a team that thinks they're going to win the World Series, infield and outfield, Mm -hmm. because if something happens, you can at least slide him in there multiple days a week. He's also the guy that can carry you for a couple weeks, or you can play them when you're trying to rest your guys before, but not totally lose a rhythm. So there is, I do see some value in David Bode. Do Do I think it's odd that, David Bodie would be listed, um, trying to see it in here. Somebody said in the chat, interesting, I think it was maybe near. Above wisdom. Above wisdom, and I do think that's interesting because, again, if you're talking about the Phillies losing someone like Bryce Harper or whatever the situation might be, or Rendon and the Angels, he provides power, and there's just not a lot of it in baseball right now. And that's a guy who can give you some defense, you can make, have him pinch hit if you need to, and you can leave him in the game, and he's not going to hurt you defensively. I don't know what the Cubs are thinking with him. I still assume they're thinking he's a flip piece. I think he's become more valuable to the Cubs in the last month or two uh, just for that reason. They just don't have a lot of power moving forward, and you can't go out and buy in a completely new lineup next year. Like, we know they won't. Yeah. You have to have some carryover. There's yeah. got to be some carryover, right. even if you're spending more than you ever spent in the history of the franchise, which I don't think is coming necessarily this offseason. But they got to have somebody come back. So that's another reason why, again, 
what value would you get for Bodie and those guys? But how many will they trade? What was it, nine last year? And, and most, of it, most of the big guys were in a 20-hour span. Yeah. And I think we're going to see a lot more from a lot more bullpen arms that are going to get traded. Because um, I'm sure if we went deeper on this list, then you have to add, like, Michael Gibbons. Yep. You know, a lot more of these bullpen arms. Because I think those are going to be a bunch of the trades Rowan as Wick well. Rowan Wick could potentially Rowan, yeah, be gone. I mean, and that's only, again, because the Cubs have been so good at just developing bullpen arms that, like, even if they did move Rowan Wick, I wouldn't even be that upset about it. But there is va- there is a lot of value for someone like him there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at, at this point the only ones in that bullpen that are safe are F. Ross and Brandon Hughes. Um, off the top of my head, I'm sure I'm missing a few other names. Keegan, if you counted him Ke- as a, yeah, yeah. If you counted Ke- him yeah. as a bullpen yeah, slash guy, yeah. he's not going anywhere. Right. He's right. not going anywhere. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think uh, really anybody else that's in the bullpen is probably, you know, yeah. even like a Daniel Norris or a team might say like, yeah, well, you know, yeah. he could. If they move Daniel Norris, here we go, Cody. You know, I will bow down to Jeff Hoyer <laughs> if they find a way to you, move you Daniel Norris. Oh, a washing machine? <laughs> yeah, we, they probably need a new one, man. I'm just saying. They used oh. Kenmore. <laughs> there is historically a guy who was traded for a bag of baseballs. So yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's, that's right. I will precedent, a, a, a few names that we haven't mentioned. I mean, Rafael Ortega. I think a, he's increased his trade value. Like, yeah. it, well, you always tweet out the right. stock the arrow stock going arrow. up. Yeah, he's a guy, and again, that's what you're. This is these are the things you're rooting for the next five weeks. Mm-hmm. Anybody that we've talked about to play well individually. Yes, you can root for the wins and losses, but these are guys that will help the future if they are going to be moved. And if they're not, well, then maybe it's that they're improving their status for next season with the Cubs. If it, that's Andrew Lenore Ortega, someone's going to need that defense. I mean, that's the one thing he really brings. Like, and he'd be someone I feel like. They would have to throw in with someone else. Throw in Simmons with Robertson maybe gets you an extra throw in. Kind of sweetens the deal yeah, a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. that's like because everyone knows he ain't gonna hit, but you're right. gonna get really right. good defense. And so, Smiley, yeah. he's on audition. Yeah, he'll be on a. Kyle Hendricks had a great start. Yeah, get a couple starts a, in there because right. If you can show you can pitch for two weeks. Yeah, two out of the last three starts for Kyle Hendricks have been really good. Last one was real good. Yeah, I mean, I still don't know if there's a lot of value there, but if he pitches well the next five weeks, there's there's there might be a team that's like we need depth. Well, and there's you know you you can take recent performance with a guy like him, but I think a lot of teams would look at. But this is Kyle Hendricks. We also know. He's pitched on the biggest stage. He's True. pitched in some of the biggest, biggest in a, the games. The biggest stage in 100 years of baseball. Right. I mean, yeah. you could argue. Game seven. Right. Yeah. You could argue the biggest stage ever. Yeah. Yes. He, he was the guy. So, yeah, he's not been great for the last year or so, but I could see a lot of teams saying, you know what, we think we can help tweak this, tweak that, and he's going to be okay. But if nothing else, you're like, this, this is a guy who's not going to be intimidated by – whatever situation he gets placed into. He's Kyle Hendricks. Yeah. I mean, what team wouldn't, wouldn't say to themselves, all right, Kyle Hendricks, we might get a guy who can go seven shutout for us and isn't afraid of the big stage. He's ice in his veins. The guy's face almost never changes. Mm-hmm. Almost never. And in addition to that, I still think back to when the, you know, when the Marlins beat the Cubs, they started using pitchers as bullpen guys. If you had a tight situation in a playoff game, how would you feel about bringing in Kyle Hendricks to get out of a jam, like a change of pace from a hard-throwing guy, and you bring mm-hmm. in Kyle Hendricks for three outs? It'd be an interesting way to use him. Yeah. And you if know you used not, him as just like yeah. an extra guy at the end of the season. And he's not going to get rattled. No. no. So, yeah, I, he's, he's an interesting experience, piece. like we yeah. said. Yeah. He's an right. interesting they're, piece. They're, they're, you know, based off experience alone, there's the, that, there is value there. It's just... Again, yeah, he's been very inconsistent the last year and a half. That's yeah. why I I just don't know if you would get significant pieces. Right. Like if they if they had traded Darvish and Hendricks at the same time, holy shit, the amount of prospects they could have mm-hmm. got back. I mean, mm-hmm. there he got back four for Darvish. You know, Hendricks had a great twenty twenty two. Like like no one like he, he kind of got overshadowed because Darvish was so good. But them two at the top of the rotation and the and those twelve starts apiece were really good. That was. That, I, I think I've said this before on the show. Like, 
I wish that 2020 there like the well, not only do I not wish because of the pandemic, but if there would have been a full season, it would have been interesting to see how he would have done in a full hundred or a right. full thirty starts because that was that was what I would call vintage Kyle Hendricks. Was, I mean, 2016 yeah. was great, ERA title, blah blah blah, but he didn't have the expectations going into that year. 2020, he was like top two, top three of the rotation with more expectations based off what he had done since 16. I mean, yeah, I, I just think about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Joe on the chat with a good point that Bodie could be a great sweetener to another deal. You know, a team's just looking to cover their bases a little bit, like I said, yeah. with the injury Add thing. Some defense. But they needed Robertson, or they, need, they know they need yeah. Contreras, or they know they need whoever it might be. He could be a secondary piece moved with somebody. And Niren pointing out that, you know, twins would be a good fit for Kyle Hendricks. Don't disagree with that. Like, mm-hmm. that ballpark, that would, that, would, that would work there. All right, Cody, I've got an interesting, um, I don't know if we want to call it gambling, wagering. Got a little wagering idea for us that we'll talk about after a uh, little time for our sponsors. What are you gambling on on an off day? Uh, well, the Sox play tonight. We got CHGO bets coming up, uh, what, 530, Lawrence? 4.30, 5.30, whatever. We got it coming up after. 5.30 Eastern. Yep. Uh, yeah, 5.30 Eastern. We got it coming up after CHGO Cubs. Uh, so tune into that. But uh, I, I got some plays for the White Sox-Angels game. Uh, when the Cubs don't play, I'll watch the other team in town. Why not? I think the rest of us do. Uh, but I'm making those bets over on my favorite app. It's it's called Points Bet, guys. It's just got some new Points Bet merch over oh, there. Oh, yeah. Jake gave some it to us. good-looking stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to, like, wear it every bet show so uh unfortunately we all got it so i can't increase my swag factor versus cody's but again <laughs> he's so far ahead in the game with the with the salmon that's, coat that that's like not we, like a swag multiplier when yeah we well all... i i thought that was like a it, he first i got the first hoodie that came over and i was like oh well, swag factor if i get a catch up and then cody got one five seconds later and i was like <laughs> well there that goes that yeah and he's I, got I'm the scooter not trying too. to steal all the swag i'm just, but you know anyway again <laughs> <laughs> Made all these bets. Didn't make any bets over the weekend because I was in Wisconsin. They need to legalize Got that there. shit there already. But, uh, you know, you betcha. we're going into a Monday feeling great, looking to increase the bank account on my points bet account. And it's also the best way to support CHGO. If you use code CHGO when you sign up on the points bet app right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, You'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You get to read all about Jared's uh, content, Ryan's content, Brendan's content, uh, a lot more with all the other teams in the city, and a free shirt from the CHGO locker, similar to the one I'm wearing right now, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. You're home for live in-play betting. Just got even better. You see an edge in the game you're watching. Is your favorite team primed for a comeback? Anyone live bet the Cubs down five runs yesterday? Because if you did, you made a lot of money. I mean, I, <laughs> I wish I was one. in the state of Illinois and I could have made that bet. <laughs> uh, don't just watch a game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. Download the PointsBet app right now and use promo code CHGO. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. I want to tell you guys about OWEN, which stands for only what you need. Now pay attention, Cody, because this is something you could be doing after a big weekend up there with the cheese heads and having your walleye dinners with all them kids and the bush lights, are God, yeah, Pops yeah. Blue Ribbons and the spotted cows you've been pounding down for the last couple of days. Uh, <laughs> Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition so it works as hard as you do. Their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten, no dairy, easily digestible. First heard about it. Bears quarterback Justin Fields follows a plant-based diet. Take that, Aaron Rodgers. Our guy eats healthy, too. (laughs) Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. 20% off your first purchase at liveowen or liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Join me and Justin Fields. Try Owen only 
what do you need? It's also a nice rebuilder after that weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, you start start the base and you go up from there. You, you get you, back in the gym after, you yeah. know, yeah. kind of yeah. get a little loose with the diet for a few days. Did yeah. they have cheese curds at the wedding? Were there cheese curds there? No, but they did have Chick-fil-A catered. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. And I had like the chicken nuggets, and then I had a chicken sandwich on top of the Ooh. dinner. <laughs> and then Culver's the next day, or oh, the man, same yeah, day. Yeah. So you need some Owen. Yeah, yeah I need yeah. some Owen yeah. right now. Honestly, there you go with the I vanilla Owen. Did, did hit the gym this morning. I'm feeling great today after that because man, did I we'll go yeah. well over what I should have been yep, eating. Yeah, yeah. Get you some uh, athletic greens and some Owen and start you back on the right some path. Strava craft coffee. Culver's so I can just has cheese curds now. I did not know that, they Joel. They do. Yeah. No kidding. They oh, are man. so good. You ever oh, yes. get a large so order good. of cheese curds at Culver's? You can get yourself Ooh, in trouble. I've only had yeah. cheese yes. curds yes. maybe once in my life. Have oh. you ever been to that? Has anybody in this room actually been to the Mars Cheese Castle? I've been. I went to school in yeah. Milwaukee. Well, I, listen, I... You, you, so you've 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 been to the Cheese Castle? Oh yeah, I've drove That's past one of those it places a bunch that like been in there. It's good. It's a nice place. If, if you try to describe it to people from not from this area, they would think that you're making it up. Right. Like the, like the Corn Palace is that South right. Dakota? Yeah, I think so. Like the Cheese Castle in Wisconsin, they right. think it's a joke, but it's right. yeah, it's a real place. Um, yeah, no, I've I have never stopped there. Now I'm sure Lawrence has stopped at the Bong Rec Center. You know, the bong rec stop. Everybody drives by that for, like, my entire childhood. That was always yeah. the chuckling in the backseat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as if your parents had no idea what was right. Yeah, they, what was really going on. <laughs> the bong rec center right around Kenosha. Um, rec, area. rec area, my bad. Yeah, bong rec area. <laughs> but now it's legal everywhere, so whatever. Um, uh, before you go in the next segment, I did look up David Bodie's contract, and he's – like there's control until 2026, so that's like an added. That might With be options. An yeah, a lot yeah. of yeah. Well, it's like a five-year, the 2023. Yeah, 2023 is set to make four mil. 2024, five and a half mil. 25 and 26, seven mil. So like whoever trades for him, there. I mean, it's very, very cheap. Like, yeah, you know I mean? super. So maybe that's friendly. why. He, yeah. Maybe it, the only thing is, is just he just hasn't performed the last year, and he's been hurt. Like yeah. so you. If you get anything, you could potentially get a, maybe back to, like, what you got in 18, 19, mm-hmm. which was just when he was in the right role, I always thought he was a very solid utility player. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that at his – you know, this might sound like I'm in <laughs> dogging the guy a little bit, but at his highest potential maybe, that's he's a very good utility player. Like you were saying earlier, somebody who you can happily slot in in a few different defensive spots. You're not really losing a whole lot with the bat. That you know, that's when he's at his best. We've seen, mm-hmm. like you said, Cody, the bat hasn't been there the last couple of years, and then the injuries. But yeah, if he does get back to that form, that's he's he he could offer a lot to a team. Yeah. So I go back to our question of how many guys will get traded if they did nine last year this sale probably won't be as big because of injuries um i think smiley Givens, robertson martin Contreras, that's five pretty guaranteed guys to be moved almost uh hat Bodie, hendrix ortega wisdom those are kind of like the next layer so it got me thinking how what could we do with this i propose that we come up with a weighted draft Fantasy draft, and we will do this during the All-Star break. Sort of like a a baby announcement, like when a baby's born, you pick squares. We could do that too, but there's so many guys you would have to do squares for, like picking the date, and everybody would just hope that they get, you know, August 1st, August 2nd, last day of July. It'd be like three days. But what if we did a weighted draft? Where it's, it's the player, it's the team they go to you can bet on, or it's the date that they get selected. And we'll decide the rules for what the weight is on each guy going into it, and then do a snake draft, and at the end we would add up the total for who wins and who loses. And we would do that you know, the day after the day after or the week of the trade deadline, for instance. Wilson Contreras would be the most obvious traded player by the Cubs. 
So should Wilson's value be, let's say it's three points for being traded, two points if you pick the right team, one point if you pick the right day. For Wilson, I would say the value if you're drafting and if you have a set amount what you're drafting with should be flipped. It's, we all know he's going to get traded. So that puts it a little more interesting like a weighted fantasy draft and like what are you spending mm-hmm. to get Wilson drafted? Or you could just put it all the same. You know, it's a point for where he's drafted, a point for when he's drafted, and if he's drafted. Ideas that you have for this. How, how should we play this out? Because I like the idea of some sort of Cubs trade draft. Is, is there a limit of roster spots? Well, there can't, it depends on how many people are going to be involved in it, right? Yeah. Let's say it's the three of us and Ryan. That's four. I don't know if Corey's going to want to, Corey and Brennan are going to want to jump in on it. So maybe, yeah, maybe each of us, you pick one player and then you're trying to maximize your points based on picking the right day, picking the team they go to. I think maybe it's a, maybe it's a two player max or two players. Yeah. But, but you're, again, you're not just, you don't get everything that comes with the guy if you do it my way. So it, Cody could draft Wilson Contreras, but Jared and I could still draft the team that he's drafted to or the date that he's drafted on. So each player that we think might go is a three-pronged pick. You don't get all three when you make the selection. So Wilson would come with three. David Bodie would come with three. Robertson would come with three. And then you'd value points. Now, if Cody takes, I think there needs to be some sort of negative effect too. Cody takes Ian Happ because he's thinking, well, I, 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 I'm fairly certain he's going to get traded. But he doesn't get traded. Or you get the team wrong. Or you get the date wrong. Are there negative points that come off? I would say so, yeah. There's got to be a way to lose points. I, it's going to be complex, yeah. but I think we could hash it out. So you, you could have like, so you, you say, I'm taking Wilson Contreras to get traded. And then it comes to my pick. The, the, with the was, number overall, number one overall pick. What's your right. number two pick? So then We're maybe, just spitballing yeah, this right Maybe now. my number two pick would be, okay, I'll pick the date that he gets traded, and it's August 1st. Yeah. And see, I think and that then, should – if you hit that, I think that should have more points that's than – That's worth more points than That's just worth more points than saying traded. he's going to be traded. Right. Where the opposite might be true on – Like Bodie – Bodie being traded, traded because if you're wrong right. that he's not traded, now you're getting a negative amount of points. But you could get more But there more shouldn't be negative on the team. I think you don't do negative points on the team they're traded to or the date they're traded to. I think to. it's just whether or not they do get traded. Yeah. So it's a little so bit risky to take some guys. Maybe, yeah, Bodie is worth more points to get traded because it's much less of a certainty that he does. Yeah. And so then I could, you know, I'm taking a – it's more of a high – high-risk, high-reward situation because let's say I pick Bodie to get traded, and if I'm right, then I get the points, but I'm also risking that, like, he's not a given by any stretch to right. get traded. Okay. Yeah, right. if you pick the day Jason Hayward gets DFA'd, you automatically win. Oh, no, see, that? that could be on there, too. <laughs> that, that could be all part of the draft. I yes. think it's – could that be before the All-Star break? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think it's going to So happen. you don't think it's going to happen at all? No. I don't either, but again, if you want to make that bold pick. I think if it was going to, it would have. Yeah. yeah. What about when Saya comes back? No, because I think they also have – they're going to create some room in the outfield with some trades. I agree. So his spot's going to be safe, but yeah. No, I I think if – not to derail the – you know, the trade draft convo. But, yeah, I think if Hayward was going to get DFA'd, it would have happened already. Steven says, terrible idea. Ha, ha. Why are we playing along with Jed and his trade binges? Because, because it's happening. Yeah. You cannot like it, but it's whether we like it or not, because it's going to happen. That's what's real. Yeah. I may not like it, but that's what's real. That's the reality yeah. part of the fantasy draft. Yes, the reality. Except the, the accepting reality fantasy draft, I think, is that. <laughs> That, that's what this is. What do you think, Cody? Are you in on this? And, and what adjustments would you make? Uh, oh, I'm in. Uh, just as long as we come up with the point system. You know, right. If you get the day wrong and yeah. if the person's actually traded. Yeah. 
I think that I could uh, – I the strategy behind it is interesting. I, I don't know how I would – I guess you the, yeah. the the first people would that would get taken off the board are ones that you definitely know are getting moved. Because you're getting easy points on, like, David Robertson getting right. traded. That's right. easy points. Right. right. Um, yeah, are we making it too complex, though? I wonder, is it, is it simpler to say you pick the player and then it's the whole package? So let's say I'm going to take Wilson Contreras, but then kind of like a, I'm betting a parlay, like I'm trying to get all three aspects right. So, so if I, you get all three, you get more weight. If you get one out of three, right. you get one. Each part is worth a point? Yes, or some number of points. So whether or not he gets traded is still only worth one point, but I can get more for myself if I also pick correctly the team that he goes to. Gotcha. Um, so maybe and it's still negative points then? Right. So like, let's say – Let's say I decide to pick Ian Happ um, as one of my guys, and he just doesn't get traded. Then I lose a point because he didn't get moved at all. Okay. Um, but if you pick Wilson and yeah. you say he's going to be traded to the Mets on August 1st. Right. And he does get traded, not to the Mets, and not on yeah. August 1st. Would you be – you get your point for Wilson being traded – you lose a point for the wrong date, and you lose a point for the wrong team. Now you're minus one on that move. I mean, if we really wanted to go. I kind of like that. Yeah, That's yeah. a little you're, simpler. Like, you pick all three. And you're just trying to get, yeah. Get each one right. is worth three points. But if you get the last two, part, last two parts wrong, you could end up with a negative point. Which is obviously the hardest part. Yeah. yeah. Picking, yeah. picking the date and picking the team are the hardest part. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. We could have a lot of negative scores. It could be like a, you know, this could be like yeah. a golf tournament. Be like playing the Jackbox TV game I was playing this weekend. You you guys ever played Jackbox TV? No. No. What oh is yeah. It? Oh yeah. It's like a, it's an app that you play on your TV with your friends, but you pl- you use your phone to answer all the trivia questions or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have played oh, it that's... once. Yeah, I have yeah. played it once. We were doing some trivia game Friday evening after we went out to dinner with her friends and I sucked, man. I was so bad. I could like, <laughs> you, you can they, draw you stuff s- too, you right? Start, on you, your phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You started the game we were playing. You start at zero dollars. I, I, I was negative the entire time. I, I could not, I could not have positive money. Like it was, it was not like gambling on points. You had bet, that's biblical sure. losses and your, yeah, your I was having losses. biblical losses playing, <laughs> playing that game. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Oh, look at David. David says, uh, Hayward gets traded, everybody wins. That's an automatic win Okay, for that's, that would, you yeah. know, if, you, if you're that's willing to pick that. something worth celebrating. <laughs> I don't I, think Hayward being traded is the most impossible outcome. I, I really, they eat I really of that don't money. because yeah. some, if, if they're willing to take the money, I don't, I'd like he's to at least a the, defensive replacement for some teams. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> unlikely, but I don't think it's impossible. I, right. I want to meet the GM who's like, give me Jason Hayward. Yeah, well, there's no question the Cubs would have to eat the money. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the Braves would take him back. Nah, he's not getting traded. <laughs> no. No. Uh, all right, so I, th- I think we have an idea. We'll hash it out, and we'll try and do that draft the week of the All-Star break. And if anybody's got any ideas on the chat over the next week or so, shoot us your idea on our uh, trade chip fantasy draft and how maybe we could simplify it, but still not just make it like, hey, everybody wants Wilson Contreras because we all know he's going to get traded. You know, there's also a possibility somebody gets traded before we take that point. Yeah. You know, before true. we get to the right. yeah. All-Star break. Well, last year, Jack Peterson was the first one gone, and that was during the All-Star break. Yeah. So, so you never know. I would say, you know, if we're going to do this, we need to do this beginning of July next week. Sometime. Oh, you want to move it up. I, I would, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I know we got games, but next off day, which I, I don't that's know. that's July 11th. Okay. The next, I believe that's the next off day. Okay. Mm, that's interesting. We could do it. Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Joel on here has the player, the day, and the team. So three categories, right. and then you can yeah. figure out. I, I, like, like, I, like I like that I like part that. for sure, yeah. that at yeah. least those three pieces should be involved in it. Now, whether they're separate or a group, I don't yeah. know. I, yeah, 
I think I like the idea of you you picking the guy and you have to kind of again kind of like a parlay. You're trying to get all three of those things right, and maybe that's the. I feel like if you get all three right, you should get more than just three points. Then there's some bonus for like. Yeah, you should get like a so, five, or, yeah. you know, something something to make up for. I mean, like that's pretty good if you get all three things right. Yes. So if I take Wilson and I pick the team right and the day right, I Wilson get a, Mets I get a August second, boom. Yeah. You get 10 points because you hit all three instead right. of just three points. And if you get all three wrong? Well, if that, he's not I mean, traded. If he's not traded at all. I guess you gotta, you got to yeah, at least all, get a negative one if he's yeah, not even traded. All, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. All right. That's the deal. Hey, uh, if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download that points bet app. Use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only do you get two risk-free bets up to two grand, but if you make that $50 or more first-time deposit – Get that free CHGO membership, unlocks all our web content. Get a free shirt of your choice, and that's CHGO Locker, all kinds of free swag coming in now. Hot swag, not free swag, hot swag. Uh, if you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out in case you missed it. Sign up available online right now in Illinois. You can actually download the app and register your account start to finish right from your phone, and you're signing up with the fastest sports book. It's easier than ever. So start living your bet life in seconds. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points. Bet gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. So, you know, I mentioned the All-Star games. It's not too far away. It's getting close. Um, Wilson's going to be an All-Star. Whether he's a Cub or not at that point, I'm not sure. I would think so. But he's headed to another All-Star appearance. What do you think of some of the other guys? Is now we've got a second week of a kind of voting coming in. Patrick Wisdom, eighth, seems to make sense. I can't believe that Ian Happ is 15th. I guess it's just because his name, it's fan voting, and his name just doesn't carry outside of Chicago right now. Right. I, yeah, I think it, it really comes down to that. And it, that's as an outfielder, it's just such a deep position when it comes to all-star voting that there's so many guys you can pick from. It makes it really tough. Um, so, but yeah, I, I think you're right out in with here in Chicago among Cubs fans, very well known, very well liked, deservedly so, but yeah, you leave Chicago and people are, you, they don't, I don't think they really know Ian Happ yet. Yeah. Uh, it's tough because I mean, a lot of Cubs fans were done with Ian Happ before this season. So like that, true. we've talked enough or a lot about how. There just aren't as many fans tuning in this year for, I mean, honestly, for good reason. Let's be real about it. But, like, the diehards know who, who Ian Happ is. And then, like, the casuals and then, like, some guys on the fence. Like, you think of Ian Happ and you're probably just thinking of just nothing really that, that's been that great over the course of his Cubs tenure. Has he been better than what the casuals think? Yeah, I would say so. He's had really good stretches. He's he's had big moments. He's, he's a good dude. He, mm-hmm. you know – He's done a lot in the community. But, again, yeah. the diehards have re- will realize how great of a year he's having this year. And I'm not t- that's not to say that we don't have a lot of diehard fans, but he also got a, he's playing an outfield position. There's a lot of good outfielders out there. And that's what I think. Yeah, I think some, a lot With of a much bigger name. Sure. There's just supply and demand. There's such yeah. a – yeah, there's a deep field of when you're voting for all-stars. Outfielders, there's so many. Um but he, I, I do think he deserves a little more credit this year because sure. we've seen with him in the past where he's got he'll he'll have these real like ice cold stretches, but then gets crazy hot for a while. But what's been so fun to watch this year is this is the first season where he's been just consistently good. Yeah. Um. No big ups and downs or anything like that. He's been really consistently good this year. Yeah, I think you know the strikeout rates really dipped down. That's good. Um. You know, he's always been a guy who could walk. Like, he mm. always had some hope because he'd give you good at bats and, like, his eye was, you know, something that you're like, oh, this there's a reason this guy was taken top 10 in the draft and, what, 17. So, you know, I – it's just I, – I really do think it's just one of those, like, people, people outside of Chicago don't really know a lot about. And there's a lot of good players out there. You know, yeah. it's – hopefully you know maybe we can get a ride in or you know i how does it work the fans vote for the starters and then after that it's like the 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 coaches yeah Yeah, the manager of the other of the team and that might that might help him because i'm sure a lot of these other managers 
our rec, you know, they see what we see and they right. recognize like, hey, this is a good player. And even if, right. you know, fans aren't as good of a year it, that yeah. he's having, I mean, yeah. I don't think he should be starting in the All Star game. I think that being on the team though, yeah. is something that's definitely most deserving. Uh, Contreras, at least, at least everyone's getting that one right. I mean, he's the best mm-hmm. offensive catcher in the league. He, he deserves to be on the behind home plate. He should, he should be a game. starter. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. He should he's be a, a starter, and it's uh, the All Star game, despite the fact that some people aren't into all-star games in any sport. This is the one sport where I, I care about it. I'm into it. I'm, I'm into the National League versus American League. He also has um, a showmanship about mm-hmm. him, right? Like, mm-hmm. he might give you a bat flip. He will, he will give you the, the, the pounding of the chest if he gets just a base hit in an all-star game. He might cry at the all-star game. That's just who yeah. he is, right? Like, yeah. that's that's part of amping up what baseball is trying to sell. So to me, Wilson is everything you want in a catcher for an all-star game. He's, he's the full package when it comes to that. He's the player. He's, he's still a name. And he also provides you that energy that you're looking for in a game that, you know, really doesn't mean a whole lot. Yeah. And he's, he's somebody who does it. It's sincere. Yeah. You know, it's not an act. He's not doing it for show. You know, it's sincere. So when he bat flips a walk, it's because he's genuinely excited to be on base. Yeah. Um, and I think it would be cool for on a national stage for people to get to see that. And, and hopefully maybe he comes up with a big hit or a big play and the rest of the country really gets to see. Kind of like how the NBA yeah. has their yeah. all-star game. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be interesting to see, you know, how the players would vote on it or whatever. Right. Right, yeah. and I know that in s- some other fan bases, he can he can rankle them sometimes. Um, but I think he's the classic example of you love him when he's on your team, but Absolutely. maybe you don't like him as much when you're playing against. Him. Absolutely. Well, what's going to be Baez interesting both. to me? Baez for yeah. I'm I'm super interested to see if because he's going to start. But you think they'll mic him up like they did with Chris Bryant, and we're going to have to listen to like a oh. hey, you think you're going to be here again? You know, you, you oh, think they'll do that yeah. to him. I hope that's they re- really what I'm interested in. I hope they recognize how bad that was last year. I mean, such a like I, to put Bryant in that situation, yeah. such an awkward, uncomfortable. They grilled him for a whole inning. It was yeah. awful. Now, well, I think a player'd be way more cautious about doing it, having seen it play out. Having that seen way. what happened with him, yeah. And I know in Wilson's case, you know, he he does most of his interviews in English, but I, I know there are also times when he, he wants the help of the team translator. Um, and so I could see him also being reluctant just because national television mic'd up during an inning and because of the position he plays too. Like, right. um, I could see him saying, I don't know if I want to do that. But he would be, I, selfishly, I, I would like for more people to be able to learn more about the kind of guy that he is. Yeah, I agree. He'd be, he'd be a great guy to mic up, I think, but... I wouldn't want to – they're pointless questions. I understand the idea of thinking, well, everybody at home is wondering this. We're going to get him to say it on on a big stage. Yeah. The problem is he's not going to say it. Right. But n- n- nobody in their right mind would answer it that way. And now, the, he could give – there is a yeah. there is a way for him to answer it better than, you know, Bryant probably did. Like, Wilson could give the same stuff he said. Like, I, you know, I love it here. I don't want – he could say all those things. But it still isn't – doesn't mean anything like well and that's they all because they all say the same thing all the time no player is going to tell you i can't wait to get traded out of here i hope the mets are watching this yes (laughs) anybody please take me or they're never going to tell you yes i'm having trouble sleeping at night because i'm thinking about getting traded they're all going to say no i'm not even thinking about that i'm just focused on today i love it here i don't want to leave that's right tell you the same thing because that it's not necessarily true, but they're not going to come out and tell you, you know, this is how I'm really feeling. Because I'm sure they would have like 30 years ago. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But I think, yeah, they're a lot more savvy now yeah. about like, I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you what I'm really thinking about this. Yeah. I wonder if yeah. anybody's going to show up to the all star game in an outfit better than Cody's. Unlikely. Pink salmon jacket. <sighs> Hard to beat, Pink man. Tie. Hard to, hard to Jordan beat. Jordan ones, which <laughs> Kevin you haven't had very long. Yeah, I know. Kevin uh, K Dog had a content here at CHGO. He uh, he 
replied or he, I put the picture on my Instagram story too. He replied to me was like, "You got to wear that in the office one day." The whole I was whole thinking, day. I was yeah. thinking like that crossed my mind too. Like if Cody really wanted to swagger in here for you know the first <laughs> Cubs playoff game of CHGO. That's the outfit he'd roll. That's the way to go. He wouldn't show up in a Cubs hat, and and he would show up looking like he was going to the World Series or the Kentucky Derby, you know, because it's got a little pastel to it. Derby vibe. Perhaps wear that to the Derby for sure. Perhaps with the Cubs, I would you know find a way to get myself a a blue blazer, wear the new blue, white, maybe the powder blue to go with your powder blue hat. Yeah, fair, fair. City Connect. Little little shoes. Yeah. Well, I just oh, I, I haven't shared them on yeah. on the internet yet, but I did just get some new lows that are gray, blue, and black. Amazing. Uh, they slap. I can't wait to wear them. That so. outfit slaps. There's no <laughs> question that outfit slaps. How many? Uh, we update this about every two weeks or so. How many Jordans have you purchased since CHGO launched? Way too many. <laughs> uh, probably at least ten. Oh my! Oh. Ten Jordans since you're wow. you're on a pace. 10. I mean, I did take a little bit of a break because I had to. The lows are $100. Like, the, the three pairs of lows I got, they, you know, Nike put them on the Nike app, and they had, like, a certain amount. And these things, because, because thanks to the last dance, Jordan, right. Jordan 1s are very in. They are a trend. People want them. And they are flying, flying off the shelves as fast as possible. So when I went to try and get these, I wasn't even sure if I was going to get them. And then they, they let me have them, and I was like, hell yeah. But, you know, like, to get these, I got these for $100. You go on the resale sites, they're probably at least 150 before taxes. So I'm just saying, I'm getting them at face value. So you're getting, you're, do people buy used shoes? Like used Jordans? I, not not, are, ga- yeah, not I, game used. Like if Cody now no. wants to post that picture of himself at a wedding, give somebody an idea and be like, here's my size, what do you give me? Play a little Jed Hoyer with your shoes. <laughs> I'd buy those shoes off of Cody right now. <laughs> what if he didn't wear socks to that wedding? Yeah, throw them in the There's wash. There's spin sprays for that. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. A little you not hurt anybody. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. I, I've right. done pretty well. Right. It, was, it was raining in Oshkosh that day. And you still wore them. I still wore them. Wow. And I did pretty well, I, I, I got to say. And they're I, not, like, creased up yet. No, so. no. Can't you see yeah. Cody walking in with Ziploc bags on his shoes into this <laughs> wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Rubber bands holding them so on. Everybody's wrap. like, what's yeah. with that guy? Got new Jordan Lowe's on there. It's like when the workers come into your house and they put on those little blue yeah. booty things. Yeah. Over yeah. their shoes. Yeah. Was there what final question of the podcast? Was there a gasp when you walked into the wedding where there oh no. But I do think some people like like I said, they, raised they, they looked eyebrows. up and they were like, Damn, who is this guy? <laughs> so, you know. Good stuff. Cody Del Mendo. We, we were the right. we were C-H-G-O. the hottest couple at the besides the bride and groom at the wedding. I will right. I will I wink, will wink say that. Right. Again, <laughs> wink wink. wink. <laughs> uh, hey this was fun. Jared, you gonna come back? Yeah. Do it again. You're coming yeah. back for the draft for sure, right? Yes. Once we figure out the rules it. on yeah. that. Uh Cubs busy schedule. They've got the Reds for three. Then the Red Sox coming in. We didn't even get to that. I mean, the Red Sox coming in. We'll save that for one of the pregame shows. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. I, I personally think the Red Sox and Cubs should play every year. I like that idea. I think I like that, that would be good for baseball if the Red Sox that's and Cubs a, play yeah, every year. It's a fun series. That way, and, and, not and, the Yankees. And, and, alternate, well, we can't like, no, the not the Yankees. Like the, yeah. I mean, I know the Cubs and Yankees, like, you know, with Babe Ruth calling a shot at everything at Wrigley Field that one time back, you know, way back in the day. But Cubs, Red Sox, both teams have the most historic ballparks mm-hmm. in baseball, historic franchises. Everyone loves when the Red Sox come to Wrigley. When the Cubs went to Wrigley a few years ago, people got – or when the Cubs went to, to Fenway, Fenway yeah. uh, people fun. got excited yeah. about it. Like, it just brings a vibe that we do not get enough. So I like this. MLB schedule makers, you heard it here first, Cubs, Red Sox, every year put it in the schedule. I support I, it. I think that would be cool. Michael uh, Collada with the final word on the chat. Hoyer would trade a pair of new Jordans for two pairs of Keds or a pair of L.A. lights. L.A. Not lights. Not that there's anything That's wrong a, with those. Yeah. You know? It's a throwback. It is a throwback. Hey, pregame show 6.30 on Tuesday as you get to ready for the Cubs starting up the week again. Uh, thanks for dropping in to check out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Have a great week. We'll be here. Fly the W. Hope you'll join us.